The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Good morning, my friend. How are you feeling this morning after that incredible performance last night? Have you had a chance to get any sleep? Uh, you know, a few hours. Not many. Uh, <laughs> I've been, been wondering about... Uh, yeah, no, not many. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Put the frosting on the cake. Put the cherry on the sundae. Get inside, get inside, take shelter. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Wednesday, April 19, Working Man Wednesday. Toby and TJ with you. Smack dab in the middle of your work week. Seventh ranked day of the week. It's a Wednesday. Back from Stillwater, that was not fun. If you're a Sooner fan, 19-8 last night. Cowboys win a wild one. We are one day closer to the spring game. I'm going to see if TJ can explain the scoring system to me this morning. A week and a day away from an NFL draft. NBA playoffs continuing last night. We'll discuss. And a lot of other stuff on a Wednesday morning here on your favorite radio show. Toby and TJ with you. Let's start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. Good morning, TJ. Uh, hey, man. A good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. A good morning, TJ. Good morning. A good morning. Hello. You're right there, dude. What's wrong with you? I think you probably got more sleep than I did. One of those weird oh nights where I'm pull, just laying pull away. Pull up a chair and tell me about it, buddy. <laughs> no, what happened? No story. You just couldn't sleep? Woke up at uh, like 1 to go to the bathroom. Nothing unusual about that. And then right. I was just wide awake until huh. about, I remember looking at the clock and it was 4. So I think I fell asleep at 4 until the alarm went off a few minutes later. Oh, you sat there for three hours? Three hours. There for just three hours? laying there, toss and turn, and there was no position comfortable. Mm. My back. So then not everything started bothering me. My back's bothering me. Oh, my stomach's bothering me. I ate dinner too late last night. The Chipotle's not sitting right. And it must have been the spices on the steak. Everything was running oh, through boy. my head, you know. So Chipotle last night. Huh? Uh, that's right. He wanted some post-game uh, Chipotle rice, so we, <laughs> we went to Chipotle. <laughs> this kid's got a rice addiction. Uh, so uh, you may have gotten more sleep than I did. I don't know. Then I fell asleep. Like I said, Sounds I looked like at the clock. It was four. I fell asleep, and I fell asleep hard, which is worse, I think, than had I just laid there. Yeah. Then I start dreaming like crazy dreams. I'm like uh, basically in what I felt was a home invasion after I woke up. Like, why was I in that person's house? Did you like, have a Bud Light before bed last did night? Not, I did right. not. 
All right, just making sure. Still woke up a man. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. Can't tell you. Just wide awake. Just could not fall back asleep. Now, you don't normally suffer from insomnia, correct? Not typically. Like, there's nights I'll have trouble like that, but not to that degree. Not three hours. Like, it may be an hour or so tossing and turning. You got something on your mind? Sure, yeah. But not that. That was like sitting up in bed a couple of times. Like, do I just get up? Now I'm going to lay back down. I'm supposed to be asleep. It's 2.30 in the morning. Do you got something on your mind right now? Um, You don't have to tell us about it, but is there something weighing on your mind right now that you're thinking about when you're laying there? Oh, perhaps. A big decision coming up or... You know, something you're going through that's, uh, you know, perhaps, weighing you down a bit. Perhaps, yeah. but this okay. was more, gosh, this this position stinks. This position stinks. Oh, my back's hurting. Oh, why does my stomach feel like that? I think it's an ulcer. I bet I have an ulcer. So I lay there yeah. a while thinking about the ulcer that I think I have. So, yeah. Do you have a backup plan when you can't sleep? Do you ever get up and go to the couch or another room or anything? No, because like I said, I thought about it last night. Like, should I just get up and maybe just just go to the station? Might as well just go into work. No, it's too dangerous. I was like, no, it's like 3 in the morning. You're supposed to be asleep. Lay back down. So, no, I don't have a... I don't go into watching television doesn't help you get your eyes. No, I'm very considerate. If I go in the living room and turn on the TV, the pug's gonna go nuts. She's a bit oh, of a really? crazy woman, so mm-hmm. she would be like, "Hey, hey, I'm in here, hey." So mm. then she situation. would have the whole house up, and you know, yeah. You ever thought of giving the pug away <laughs> so you could get up and watch TV if you can't sleep? Uh, hopefully, my wife's not listening. Yes, that probably has crossed my mind a couple of times <laughs> in the last few months. Boy, that's uh, yes, see, that's my uh, I got two backup plans because this happens to me from time to time. It's usually because my brain won't calm down. Happens a lot during basketball season when uh, I can't get the synapses to stop firing. Sure, completely understandable and with what you do. Baseball, and not getting I sleep the air pretty the well. <laughs> so, <laughs> baseball, baseball, you're wore out. Yeah, I'm, I'm talked a lot, and my brain doesn't get too fast, and I'm pretty. I sleep pretty good. Basketball season, I struggle. And uh, so I can get up and watch a little TV, and that'll usually knock me back to sleep. If I can just get my brain to stop thinking about things, my eyes will get heavy and I'll go to sleep. Or we got a spare bedroom where my my son used to – it's my son's bedroom that we don't use anymore, obviously, because he's got an apartment. And uh, I can go in there and just kind of the different – I don't know, the different bed, the different – I don't know why. Sometimes that works, but – now we need a we need a backup plan for you. Hmm. Uh, maybe a hotel. You got a hotel nearby you could go to or something? <laughs> you can't sleep. No, no. <laughs> um, and you know they tell you you're not supposed to like turn on your TV or look at your phone or because that like reawakes uh, that wakes yeah, your brain back up. Your... Like you're not supposed to do that. They say before bed for a certain time period, which I don't know in today's world who actually follows that but i don't look at my phone when i go to bed yeah i put it i put it down i watch tv and then i'll go to sleep i don't sure, look at my phone sure. that's anyway, why yeah uh, you get texts from you at 10 o'clock at night and i see him the next morning i'm like why is he texting me at 10 o'clock at night for i don't text sure. you at 10 o'clock at night unless you're on the air you were on the air last night i would like to reference let me a second let me see was it two nights ago hang on a second hang on a second here it is Two nights ago, 
Let's see what time this takes. All right. 9, 11 p.m. <laughs> you said 10 o'clock. I'd round it up. <laughs> oh, the rice. The a rice picture, picture of post-game rice in the microwave. Right. <laughs> I don't even know what your text was about last night. You texted me last night. I don't even know. I didn't know what that was about. I just kept going. I was just was teasing a, you. I was, was teasing you about down. the. I was you. Uh, I sent that right when you were talking about uh, Sooner fans. I hope you give uh, Ben Abram a warm greeting. So I sent that just to mess with you. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't know that I disagree with you. I just wanted to mess with you at the time. Is that so, what that was about? So I yeah. sent you the thumbs down. Uh, the old guy Boy. doing the thumbs down at the game. That was. Uh, that was a. Well, we can talk about the Kale Davis thing. A little bit later in the show. That'll give us something to banter about. Well, I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, what can oh, we I'll do to fine. get you going? Did I you got my coffee? coffee. I got my coffee. So I'm at, actually not as tired as I thought I would be. So. You slapped yourself in the slapped face a couple of times. Away. That's right. A little splash of cold water. Uh, yes, I did this morning. Yes. Was it? Um, uh, uh, oh, what's our favorite actor? What's your, America's favorite? Tom Hanks. Is it, I think he, is it, he soaks his face in a bucket of cold water every morning. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that right? I think that's like ice right. water or something. Like just sticks his yep. head down in a bucket. Uh huh. That's weird. Why um, not just get some cold water in the sink and splash your face? Maybe that's what he does. Let me see if I can find uh, uh, Tom Hanks morning rituals. Right. I think it's like a, a maybe it's a, a, a somehow it's cold water every morning. I think it's ice water. I think it's a bucket of ice water. Um, two reasons. One, it wakes him up, and two, it tightens his skin. So uh, maybe you need to try that. I'll try. I'll, I'll I'll get an ice bucket that's large enough for my head. Going I, forward. Uh, yeah, I try to live my life like Tom Hanks every day. Get, uh, see if you can uh, figure out my dream, though. I did fall asleep and quickly, oh, quickly went into I a love dream. These. Okay. So Bronx Ranger and I were going over to uh, uh, my friend that passed away a couple of years ago. We were going over to his mom's house mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. And perhaps this is because I was laying awake in the middle of the night. I don't know. But I had the garage code, all that. We go into the house, and I don't know why I was surprised when we got into the house, and it was like, pitch black and everyone's asleep and you can hear the fans running in bedrooms and you and your son are going over there and ranger the dog and ranger okay and we rode scooters over there i don't, I don't of know course what, you did we had scooters but, like so, like razors like razors and so we get in the house they've got a staircase and these like long hallways and i'm like i look at him and i go i don't think we should have come over here this time of night we're going to get shot and I go, I think we should probably leave before someone shoots us. They do keep guns in the house. Yeah, not a good idea. And I'm like, and I look at him and I said, why did we come to visit in the middle of the night anyway? Because it was like four in the morning. And he goes, I don't know. You told me let's go over to their house. So Oops. we leave to go back out the garage. And we get into the garage. And there's my friend's mom and his brother replanting and potting flowers in the garage, and it's just perfectly bright outside, like it was middle of the day. And she's like, hey, what are you guys doing over here? And I said, we were just in your house and thought everyone was asleep. And I woke up. Got it. That was the dream. So, 
one, you're feeling some guilt because you haven't visited them recently. And so this is your subconscious telling you you need to go see her. Is it Mike's mom? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then two, and this is the good news, they're doing good. They are, uh, while, while it's dark where you are, because you're, you know, living in a life of sin at the lake house and Swingers Cove and all the kind of stuff going on. They're living in the sunshine. They're right. planting new life. Huh. And they have they've moved on and they're doing great. And so it's good for you to see that they're doing well. But you need to go visit them. Right? No, I do probably need to go visit them. You're probably yeah. right there. They're doing good. I don't and know maybe, why I thought they would have shot me in the dark in their house. Maybe, maybe by listening, because that's what you anticipate. That's, that's probably watch. our friend that texted us. There was probably some right. newspaper article he sent me right before. That I don't you watch the news too much, and you, you see all these stories of people walking in and getting shot in the face. It seems I have these dreams about this type of stuff more often on the nights I don't see the news, which I didn't last night. Oh. You're, so you're, I make my own news payment. Your body's craving. I create, I create my own news. Dastardly news. Yes. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Planting flowers and stuff. We were just inside. It was really dark in there. You know, my wife was planting flowers, pot, potting flowers yesterday with an elderly friend of hers. So that's a little ironic. You had no well, idea about that. Maybe you saw a picture? We, no, you couldn't have seen it. We did go buy potting soil Monday, and Bronx was planting some stuff, so that probably tied into it as well. I found the uh, Tom Hanks story. So this is something Paul Newman used to do, and Tom Hanks stole it from him. I guess Paul Newman used to drink like a 1,000 beers a day. He And he would, uh, uh, on the set, and the next morning, because it would make his – his, uh, you know, you swell up, I guess, a little bit when you drink beer. Yes. So he would dump, he would uh, put his face in a bucket of ice water in his makeup trailer every morning. It would uh, wake him up and it'd bring down all the swelling and everything, and he was ready to attack the day. So uh, Tom Hanks has adopted this as well. Not that he drinks as much, but he just has adopted the Paul Newman strategy of starting every morning by putting your face in a bucket of cold water. Huh. Now, you know, that's, that's kind of a deal. Teddy Lehman tried to get me to do this, uh, I think it was during last football season. The ice Not bath? Fa- yeah, the, the shower. Shuffle, Before you shower. get out of the shower, you're supposed to, I don't know if it's every day, maybe it is, but frequently, you're supposed to turn it all the way to cold for a minute. And there are a bunch of, like, health benefits to it, like what it does for your, your heart. And, and I don't know well, I don't know what all it does, but there's a whole bunch of health benefits, supposedly, if you shock your system like that. Now, I tried it, and my shower won't go to frigid. It'll just kind of go to lukewarm. That's kind of how mine is, yeah, because when, like, uh, when I'm super hot and just mowed and stuff, I'm like, I can't get the shower cool enough. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. similar. Maybe so we just never need big buckets of ice we can as... just sit in in the shower. Get one of those ice tubs for the back porch like <laughs> the football players use after practice. That's right. <laughs> Kevin, Hart has, Kevin Hart has one at his house, has celebrities over all the time. Yeah. They sit together in them, yeah. Bronx, go give me another bucket of ice. It's warming up out here. Yeah, then you got to get one of those like hotel ice machines, you know. <laughs> That's right. Complicated. 
All right, off and running on a Wednesday, 619 in the morning. Toby and TJ with you, but we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. McIntyre Law brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They are tremendous personal injury attorneys right here in Oklahoma. If you have a work-related accident, if you're in an auto accident, perhaps a crazy semi-driver gets involved, whatever it may be. Need advice? They're there for you. No. 405-917-5200 or McIntyreLaw.com. I did use a good portion of the three hours last night laying there thinking, am I like my father-in-law now? Because my father-in-law has to eat dinner by like 5, 5.15 at the latest. Mm. And uh, we always laugh about this when we're because with them. Because of the, like, because of what it's it does gotta to his settle. system. It's got to settle. He's got to have it settle. He's got to, you know, it doesn't, if he eats later, he doesn't sleep well, this and that. And we always are like, come on, you can stretch it out to 6 o'clock. Like, we can't eat at come 5 on, o'clock. Man. Yes. And I did lay there last <laughs> night like, I don't think I can eat as late as I ate last uh, uh, tonight. What I'm time did you eat? Um... Probably a little right at or a little before eight um, by the time we got home oh, for the game. Yeah. What so, are we in New York City on the weekend? <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh man. So I did lay there a good portion. I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm like Steve now all of a sudden. I can't eat past like seven o'clock. Like my stomach's like all burning and like I didn't set well. I'm like, oh, I can't eat a whole giant Qdoba bowl that late. Uh. So All those people <laughs> that we saw at Luby's and Furs at 4.30 that we used to make fun of, we are about them. <laughs> yes. Turns out there's a reason. They're smart. They know their bodies. They're going to bed at 8. And they know they got to eat early for it to settle before they go to bed. And we are quickly becoming them. TJ. It's true. You know, I saw something the other day. It was a uh, one of those Instagram reels. And um, I thought it was really good. I sent it to my wife. I'll have to see if I can find it and send it to you. It's talking about how uh, happiness in life is a uh, it's an arc. It's kind of shaped like a smile. I mean, obviously everything's different, but in general, you spend your first 20 to 25 years or so, and the world's just a candy store, right? Right. You're discovering everything. You're falling in love. You're a kid for a large portion of that. It's a play box. It's it's a sandbox. Everything in life, up to about age 25, when you get out of college or whatever, is joyful and fun. And then for the next 20 years, 20, 25 years, you enter the workforce, you start to, your family, you know, you get your own family, you got to support them, and it's kind of a two-decade beatdown. The, <laughs> the reality, the reality of life caves in on you. Two-decade, maybe a three-decade beatdown. I got taxes, I got to I got to support all these people. I've got a, a boss that's on my case. I'm trying to work my way. I, you know, I'm an, an entry level. I'm not where I want to be in my career. You know, all that kind of stuff. Sure. And then you get to around age 50 or so, and everything trends back up again. You start to smile. 
or the you know the other end of the smile and from 50 until the end of life that is the happiest that you'll ever be says uh statistically the elderly people on the planet not that 50s elderly but the older generations there are the happiest they're happier than people in their 30s they're happier even than teenagers all that kind of stuff they've kind of figured out life they've they they have kind of reached where they're going to be in their career you know they've settled into know, the top of their profession or at least you know where they're going to be kids are out of the house they're having grandkids they they're traveling not all necessarily retirement but they figured out i got to eat at 4:30 for my stomach to be okay at night <laughs> and i'm okay with that I, these are the shows i like this is where i right. like to be this is what i don't like this is what i don't I don't you know, care I, if you like they, my shoes or yeah, my they shorts don't care. Yeah. i'm going to wear sketchers if i want to wear sketchers i don't care <laughs> i got a lazy boy and i don't really care about you and and so that's where we're quickly approaching. That's, that's the good all news, true. TJ. We're getting older, but we're we've also figured we're figuring out kind of our sweet spot, you know? Yeah, that's all and, true. Uh, that's so that's all what true. we got to look forward to. <laughs> I'm going to find that video and send it to you. Uh, text line: Kendall says I'm sleeping in my daughter's room because she wasn't feeling well and kicked me out of my bed. So he's laying in his daughter's bed listening to us right now because <laughs> he can't sleep in his own bed. <laughs> I wonder how old the daughter is. I don't know. Probably uh, hmm. younger. Probably wasn't feeling well. Doesn't sound like he's sleeping at all. It sounds like he's sitting there <laughs> staring, listening to the radio. He called me before he texted that in, and he said, uh, "Same boat. I did not sleep last night. I'm laying in my daughter's bed uh, hmm. listening to you guys because she kicked me out of my bed because she was sick." So neither one of you said anything about oh, you giving up 19 runs being the reason that you uh, didn't here's, sleep last night. I thought maybe that would. You come wanted up to talk about point. find your happy spot. Mm -hmm. So. Bronx and them did not play well yesterday. They got beat pretty bad. Oh, boy. I'm watching the score as I'm going along in that game of the game you're calling, and mm -hmm. OU jumps out quickly. I'm like, all yeah. right. You know, you had, you had already talked about the, uh, the the winds blowing out and this and that, and I said, man, there's going to be some scoring tonight. Cause... And then they come right back, put five on the board. I'm like, ugh. And then it keeps going, and it's like, ugh. Uh, and Bronx's game isn't going well, and I'm like, I hate baseball. Yeah. And then I get home Stupid and I turn sport. on my Rangers, and they totally redeem the sport. <laughs> and I said, my Rangers are really good this year. Like, mm -hmm. so far, three weeks in, they are a really good baseball team. Now, that can totally change going into May, June, and July. That's all you need, though. You need one thing to cling to, and you've got your Rangers. And right they now. were playing well last night. Marcus Simeon, three-run shot. Adolis Garcia, three-run shot. Pitching was great with a volley. I'm like, look at this team. Bruce Bochy's got them going. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I love baseball. And then you're like, oh, there's another home run. I think that's like five straight innings. So she was hit a home run. I'm like, be quiet, Toby. I'm watching my Rangers while listening to you. You're bringing me down. This is what I woke to this morning at a, a notification that somebody had tweeted at me. So uh, I don't know if you saw, but I, I will frequently send out a picture from wherever I'm about to call a game that says The Office tonight. And I sent out a photo from my booth last night uh, before the game started. Yeah, I saw that picture. The Office tonight. Yes, yes. Dot, dot, dot. And uh, I wake up this morning. I have a reply from Big Squeeze. <laughs> Sounds legitimate. Uh, at O State Steeler. So he's a uh, OSU fan and a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. 
Great combination. Possibility this is Jim Traber? No, no. Uh, Big Squeeze has tweeted me, hopefully you got a good view of that bleep whipping you took last night. (laughs) He tweeted me that at uh, a little after midnight. Thank you, Big Squeeze. Guys on Twitter think they're really funny when they do that stuff. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tweet at the radio Fresh guy. talk Toby Rowland. How'd you like that butt kicking? <laughs> let the radio guy know something about it. Uh, that's like bothering a guy while he's on a live newscast or something. And trying to <laughs> Nobody call would him. ever do that. Nobody would ever do that. 6.32 in the morning. Toby and TJ with you on a Wednesday. Help us help you get through your early morning. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Toby and TJ back with you Wednesday morning, April 19. Uh, Spring game Saturday. We're going to talk about that coming up. Baseball lost last night. Non-conference bedlam, 19-8 to the Cowboys. By the way, uh, did talk to Josh Holliday before the game, did an interview for the uh, pregame show last night. He, uh, as I've mentioned before, TJ, reiterated last night, big fan of the show, probably listening right now. He takes his son to basketball practice like at 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I don't know if it's every day, but many days. And uh, and they listen to the show on the way, and then a lot of times uh, they'll get there and and either he's got a weight on him or whatever, and he'll sit in the car. And I was like, hey, Josh, there's music stations. Uh, John Holcomb has a radio show now. He's an OSU guy. <laughs> there's a lot of options out there. Like, we're boneheads, and most of the time, talking OU stuff. Why are you listening to us for? I just like you guys. You guys are funny. All right, all right. Thank you, Coach. Well, thank you. I appreciate yes, it. Yes, thank you. Uh, OSU wins last night, 19-8. to We'll discuss that coming up. Fascinating baseball game with, with uh, I don't know if it had any ramifications or not, but uh, there's there's some bedlam stuff to flush out there. Uh, but let's start. <laughs> it needs flushed, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's start here. I did the Rudy's show with Teddy and Gabe last week, and uh, both of them raving about this Rondell Bothroyd guy. You heard of him, TJ? Wake Forest. Yes. Offensive end. uh, I've heard some people discussing him, yes. He said, uh, I'm going out to practice tomorrow. They say, uh, hey, T-Row. That's what they call me. Hey, T-Row, when you go out to practice, you're going to look at him and say, "Uh, look at that walk-on over there who's not in very good shape. And... And they're going to say, how's he on a uh, field with the Oklahoma Sooners? That's what you keep hearing about him. How's he on the field with the Oklahoma Sooners? Mm -hmm. And uh, and then uh, they're going to blow the whistle and he's going to start making plays. And you're going to go, holy cow, look at that Rondell Bothroyd. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited because I think he's got a fun name. That, uh, like, if he gets a sack or something, I think I can have some fun with Bothroyd, you know? Kind of sounds like a, some sort of a 
Terminator from the future. Well, that's the thing. Like when you hear his name, you picture the specimen, and then you mm-hmm. hear him talking about him, and they're like, "Ah, he's kind like of a me. pudgy yeah, old like little dude." That you're like, yeah. "What are you doing out on the like, field?" Like we're separated at birth, <laughs> right? Which one's Toby and which one's Rondell Bothroyd? Anyway, Bothroyd uh, met with the media. Here's a little of what he had to say. Boy, that was a great setup for He's this very audience. quiet, Not. too. He does. It's been fun. Uh, definitely different from where I came from. But it's been fun competing with the guys, getting to know everybody, getting to know the coaches, and how they coach and how they want things done. It's been fun, though. How's, how's it different from where uh, It's just, I think, like, I I guess the playbook is the biggest difference just because... That's great audio. <laughs> that was uh, the whole state yesterday. I was going to say Norman, but I think it was the whole state. Hey, turn to the camera, Bothroyd. All right, I can't hear anything. Here we go, let's try it. That reminded me of the misery of the baseball game I sat through yesterday with the wind blowing in my face. Uh, I think, obviously, there's a few new guys, freshmen. I think we're all there in the playbook still. Even the guys from last year are still new things but I think we've gotten more physical um, our pass rush has gotten a lot better and just started like little stuff that you wouldn't really see from a, the camera or like looking in from a, from an outside perspective how do you feel like you've gotten better personally over the spring ball again the, the playbook I'm learning that so I think I've, I've gotten a, a hang, handle of the plays and the terminology and all that but um coach Chan, he just demands a lot and uh, I think it's a really good thing because I've gotten better as pass rush all right, there you go. That's a little bit of Rondell Bothroyd. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed that. What's your biggest takeaway from what Rondell Bothroyd had to say, Teach? <laughs> something about it being windy. I don't know exactly what he was, what he what he said about it, but uh, something about the winds. I got to tell you, I was listening uh, to our station on my drive to Stillwater yesterday, and. Um, I don't ever hear these promos, hardly ever hear these promos that you or Drake put together for our show. I don't know who puts them together. but uh, Drake is usually the one that puts those together. I'll clip it, uh, and he'll, he'll put it together. I heard one yesterday. I was listening to, uh, I guess it would have been, I guess it was, uh, it would have been between two and three when I was driving. So, Tyler Goff yesterday, I don't remember. Uh, jo- uh, Parker was off. He uh, They had availability between that hour. So Josh, had, to- Josh had jumped in there with Tyler. Josh and Tyler. Well, well I say that. Yesterday was Parker so messed up. Josh. No, it should have been Tyler and Josh. I, well, hang on. I was, I was driving between, yeah, I was driving between two and three because I got there at three. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, obviously, they made a big impression on me, whoever it was. But <laughs> there was a commercial break. Now, you know what it was? I was listening to a podcast all the way up. Podcast ended as I'm pulling into Stillwater. So it bumped over to the ref, and it's in a commercial break. So I don't even know who's on the air. But anyway, the promo comes on. And it's you, it's you talking about the cave. And uh, I love the, oh, the, or, the, uh, the guy with the organ and <laughs> finally got the organ and who gets yes. a piece of candy. Yes, at, at, at Chuck E. Cheese. Like the the Chuck E. Cheese, it's like a super Walmart when you were a kid yes, or whatever. Yes. With the 
Oregon in a cave and kids are going in. I was, I was no joke. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. I forgot about that conversation. And, uh, oh, that was funny, man. I forgot when I sang the Sweet Danielle song and, like, I was driving down the road the other day. Same thing. And I'm like, what kind of idiot am I? Yeah. Why am I singing that stupid song? Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't know half the things. Rondell Bachman. People will tell me about it. And I'm like, we did? And they're like, yeah, no, seriously. You were talking about a man in a cave. We were? No, I don't think you were listening to us. Are you sure you were listening to us? Okay, so uh, I need you to help uh, explain to me the scoring system here, TJ. I got to call this game on Saturday, and I need you to help me with this. Uh, Gosh, let me the pull scoring it back system up we've here. Got. Well, if you score Just a touchdown, put it as simple as the terms for me, please. If you score a touchdown, mm-hmm. you get eight point seven five three points. Got it. If you score a defensive touchdown, you get eighteen point seven five points. All right. No. Uh, so far, I'm with you. I, I, let a me touchdown's read normal. Six points for an offensive mm-hmm. touchdown. Uh, defensive touchdown worth double. So you get 12 points. But go ahead. You can read the rest of them. There's one major thing I don't understand. Offense, pretty normal. Sure. Touchdown six, field goal three, two-point conversion two, extra point one. No points for a turnover on downs or a missed field goal or a turnover. You do get two points for a punt. I'll come back to that. Okay. Defense. Defensive touchdown, 12. Fair enough. It's hard to do. Turnover, 7. Okay. Fourth down stop, 7. Missed field goal, 7. Punt, 5. I'll come back to that. Made field goal, 4. Sack, 3. Pass breakup, 2. Missed extra point two, missed two-point conversion two. All right, a couple of thoughts. One, it feels like uh, the defensive coaches put together this scoring system. <laughs> you think the head coach is a defensive guy? Yeah. Yeah. Offense scores, you get whatever you get. If we get a tackle, 12 points. Uh, Two, like, what's the deal with a punt? The punt, why wouldn't the defense just get three points? Right. I, I, that's a, uh, Why yeah. is the offense rewarded at all for a punt? Well, because when I first looked at it, I was looking at the offensive side of stuff, and I said, two points for a punt? Like, well, what if it's close late in the game, and all you have to do is just punt on second down, and, and you win by a point? And then I look over, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. If you do that, they get five. <laughs> so I didn't know why they didn't just put punts zero for the offense, three points for the defense. I have no is idea. Is my math that right both, there? Am I looking at that yes, right? Okay. Both teams get points for a punt. I didn't understand. Like, why? Offense two, defense five. I have no idea. Like, if you're punting for the offense, that means you were unsuccessful. So why are you getting rewarded? I completely agree. What we have here is what happens when you let a bunch of football coaches come up with a scoring (laughs) system for a spring game. (laughs) Well, the the missed field goal, too, what if you had nothing to do with it? What if it's just... A bad kick. Like, why do you get seven points? Seems like a lot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you bothered him. I, I don't. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares who wins the spring game. Uh, no, and no one will this ever remember the score. Incredibly complicated. Uh, who's keeping track of PBUs and all these points? 
the system got- will not stay right. They, they will not get the scoring right on this. It'll be controversial. Yeah, there'll be uh, afterwards uh, somebody will be arguing about a PBU that didn't get counted or, uh, you know, something. But poor guy running the scoreboard. How about the pressure on him? Terrible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It will not It will not go right. We have had uh, one, two, three, three and a half games. We had the one canceled midway because of lightning. We've had three and a half games. We have not had a game yet where at some point during the game, the umpires, the scorekeeper, and the coaches all had different score totals. That's seven, <laughs> right? Because you only allowed seven in one half of an inning. That's seven, umpires. We've only got five, scorekeeper. I've got six. No, that was seven. He led off. We've had this many on, that many on. We've had seven come through. Yeah, that seems right, but we've only got five. Every single game it has gone on. You think that's just scoring a run. No way they're keeping up with this. No way. I get it. It's offense versus defense. They're trying to come up with a way to make it competitive for the players. Right. I get I, I, there's it. also a way for them to earn points, I guess, during the week. So it sounds like we may go into this game with their already points on the scoreboard, which is a little weird, but could be the case, it sounds like. So they're trying to make it fun for the fellas. And really, it doesn't matter. The fans don't. They're not. They don't care who wins. They're there to, you know, watch Jackson Arnold. And see somebody make a great play and to be around Sooner football fans and to see Kyler Murray and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter. But it is incredibly complicated. (laughs) Um, This came down yesterday, and I was like, oh, geez. I'm sure they were excited to announce this. I'm sure Brent or whoever, uh, Turnip Seed, or whoever, Woody, whoever came up with all this. This does kind of sound like Woody's got his hands in this. Doesn't it sound like there's a lawyer involved in sounds here somewhere, like it. TJ? It sounds like it. I'm sure they were excited. Wait till they see our scoring system. <laughs> the defense is they, just wanting them to punt all the time. They rolled it out, and punt. I was like. I realize it's first down. Just punt. Punt. I called Joe, and I said, can we have Maples call the game, and I'll go to Austin. I can't. This is too much. I can't handle <laughs> it. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. He's Toby. I'm TJ. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show right here on the Ref. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. Personal injury attorneys, McIntyreLaw.com. Text line. This one just says, woke up as a man, laughing face emojis. You're welcome. That was an excellent line to come out of the gate with this morning. I pat myself on the back. Uh, Is that really ever the case, though? I mean, come on. (laughs) It's questionable. It's definitely questionable. Uh, Good morning, fellas. Hope you have a great day. Also, TJ, where do the Norman kiddos play baseball now since they tore down Griffin Park, I saw? Uh, They are over at Reeves. Reeves Park across from the softball field. So hmm. that's where the Little League is now. The uh, it was, uh, younger there kids was some have had their build redone. In the uh, Sooner dugout last night before the game about you choosing family over is that right? team again. Is that right? Mm-hmm. A lot of talk this year. About who who was you... that problem with? Let me know who that problem was with. Uh, I told him I wouldn't name names, but a lot of OSU fans were there last night. No T.J. Perry, that's all I'll say. Right. A lot of OSU fans at an OSU home game. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just saying they chose to support their team. You right. Didn't. Huh. I mean, at some point you're going to have to choose. Which is more important to you? Well, here's the thing. When my kid receives that scholarship offer from OU and is at the University of Oklahoma playing there, I'll oh, choose when it's then. convenient I'll for you, then them. you'll go. Then I got gotcha. If he goes to North Carolina, just fair warning, Skip. If he goes to North yeah. Carolina, I'll be at the North Carolina games, okay? Won't make oh, it to the OU I games. I see how it is. <laughs> I see how it is. This texture says, when I can't sleep, I just play that Working Man Wednesday song in my brain, and that does the trick. <laughs> uh, and to, uh, Music and, help you sleep at all? No, no, no. I'd no. lay away. I, in fact, I had, um, I don't even love the song, but um, Mitchell Tenpenny, I was singing that all night while I was laying there awake. Uh, we got history. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know why that song was stuck was in my it, head. Was so it if the I had last a song, one you heard? Uh, maybe, may, no, because yeah. I had the maybe early in the day, perhaps I guess, because it doesn't say I listened to you last night was the last thing I heard. Perhaps that was Thank the you. problem. That's probably it, right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, there's another home run. <laughs> That's what you kept saying. There's another kept walk. Repeat, you kept repeating yourself. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Break time. One hour in the books. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday morning. Come on, folks. We can do it today. Get up. Get up. Get around. Get going. Come on. We can do it. We'll be back.